Hello, my licans. I apologize in advance if you can hear the very heavy rain that it's falling today. And I don't know, maybe my roommate who is been for almost a fucking hour um, talking on the phone <sighs> really loud and I can't even hear the person on the other end of the line so <sighs> sorry about that but I was sick of waiting for things to shut up around me in order to finally um, record this record this so yeah hello welcome to Ant's Morning a newsletter that is also a podcast this one is titled Crocodiles and Drawings let me tell you originally it was uh, Cocodrilas y Dibujos which would be not really crocodiles but something like female crocodiles <laughs> but I didn't uh, I didn't like how it sounded in English, but keep that in mind. Okay, so last month I didn't send a newsletter podcast and I haven't been answering a few emails and texts, but um, yeah, I, I cannot... I'm trying to resist the urge to apologize again because I do that so much. Um, <laughs> so um, thank you for being patient with me. Um, thank you for waiting for me to get in again into a more vital, constant rhythm. I assure you, I'm trying very hard. Uh, today I'm taking the chance to tell you about what I've been up to in these um, almost two months. Yeah, I'm not talking about plants today, sadly, but I wanted to um, tell you the things I've been doing and yeah, that felt like enough <laughs> this time and also there are a few drawings that I'd really like you to look at so yeah um, take a look um, give them a, give them a look oh my god um, <laughs> have a look at them uh, on the written version of the newsletter pretty please uh, yeah let's start once and for all. One, from Boliche to Boliche. Between November... <laughs> I always forget how to say the dates in English, sorry. Um, between the 11th and 12th of November, or November 11th and 12th. Yeah, that sounds a bit better. Um, And that's one of my cats scratching his ear. Sorry if you can hear <laughs> Okay, no, no, no. I'm I'm going to to keep on going. Um yeah, I hope the sounds um don't annoy you too much. 
yeah, so in November I attended um, something in English like um, the 19th comic book conference of Valladolid Señor Boliches Conversations. I'm pretty sure that's not a great translation, but yeah, it's basically um, our local conferences of comic book authors and I recommend you experiencing it at least once in your life if you have the chance because they are pretty cool um, there are legends going around the comic book national community <laughs> well this is not uh, super famous but uh, to certain level in the community uh, there are legends about the famous beans plate only few people ever finish or the drawings that suddenly appear in local bars and cafes, napkins around the city during these encounters. <laughs> but yeah, the key here is how hard the hosts prepare the interviews with the authors and, and how cool it is for the local people like me um, to have new artists to discover or having the chance to meet, to meet um, the authors we already knew and maybe ask them for a nice little sign and a little drawing on our comics. So yeah, maybe you remember an old newsletter podcast um, that was titled Gold Spring Red Winter. Yeah, uh, there I talked about Primavera para Madrid, um, which is a comic book I knew through these uh, conferences. Uh, the author is Magius. I recommend you having a look at uh, into that newsletter on my archive because yeah I talk about Primavera para Madrid and that comic book is disgustingly accurate about um, Spanish um, jet set society and yeah uh, it's, it's awful and great at the same time yeah, so I met Magius, uh, he's a really awesome human and author, and this time I, I met Miriam Persand, uh, who on top of being also charming as a human, also released a beast of a comic titled Internet Sublime. For now, these two are only in Spanish, but maybe at some point they get translated to English. I wouldn't be surprised because they are pretty amazing, both. Um, so yes, um, if you like 90s internet color schemes um, and trippy <laughs> visuals, you will love this comic. Um, the author said in the conference that in the story she was trying to imagine uh, how a utopia, utopia, 
oh my god <laughs> not sure how to say that in english how um utopia would be inside a dystopic society and yeah i think that's super juicy as a <laughs> comic book argument oh um miriam persan in this comic book and in many of her illustrations draws a crocodile as um, the main character and she's a female crocodile hence the part of the title of this um, newsletter podcast issue um, which I told you in Spanish is kind of female crocodiles and drawings <laughs> and um, despite one what one could think of this author uh, given all the um, uh, crocodile she draws she's not a crocodile herself um, <laughs> she's a person uh, if you're listening Miriam um, I'm sorry I, I absolutely have to um, make that stupid stupid joke um, yeah so <laughs> during those days I took the chance to also draw um, some of the authors and the hosts and the uh, people attending so yeah on the um, written version of the newsletter you can see a drawing of Raul one of the hosts and Miriam um, um, yeah I think for being quick drawings they are pretty nice and then I have a drawing of two of the people in the public the first day um, who later I realized when they turned around uh, I, I already knew them <laughs> but, I didn't, but didn't recognize them um, from their back uh, but yeah, uh, Isa and Alma they have beautiful backs and hair <laughs> so go, go give them a look uh, second section, section, yeah, because section have an has an eight. Fuck. <laughs> second section, unexpected emails. So um, on November twenty nine, <laughs> I'm never sure. I got an email from Paranoid Trees team. Um, maybe you remember. I talked about this on a previous issue called, oh yeah, um, Nor Narrative, Authority and Manners. Uh, so yeah, Paranoid 3 um, published one of my poems in one of their scenes and they wrote me again sent me an email on November telling me they nominated this poem of mine they published for best microfiction um, yeah what the fuck <laughs> so yeah um, this is one of those accomplishments I see so many times on writers uh, bios you know, on their social media, on on their books, uh, whatever. 
like twice nominated to the Pushcart Prize, uh, three times nominated to Best of the Net, that kind of thing. And every time I read that, I was like, whoa, how fancy, I never get nominated to one of those. Nye, nye, nye. Uh, well, Miriam, um... <laughs> so yeah, uh, super thank you to Paranoid Trees um, editors, if you're listening to this. Um, yeah, uh, it feels awesome to be um, recognized for my efforts. Thank you. Um, oh, lastly, third section, homie and au naturel. Do you know what you miss sometimes? Maybe that's only me. Mm, I don't know. In life drawing sessions with models, with models in college and art academies. Well, the home-like and everyday feeling you can get if the model is in their house. And how do I know that? Well, <laughs> because I've been five weeks attending Queer Life Drawing, which is a platform created by Kaylin McKeon. I think that's how you pronounce their name. Sorry if I'm butchering it. Um, but yeah, um, it's a platform for artists to draw live uh, via Zoom um, queer models, exclusively queer models. And each Sunday is um, <clears throat> a different person. And it's it's so awesome to have a, spa a space like this to um, in which only LGBTIQ people pose and in this space uh, it, it has been the first time I've ever drawn non-binary people, trans people, fat people and, and you wonder how can that be? Um, I studied illustration, fine art, I attended an art academy um, and yet I've only ever drawn until this last five weeks uh, white, skinny men and women. Nothing wrong with those models. Um, it's cool to draw um, that kind of people. I'm that kind of people too, okay? I've also modeled. And yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, the problem is that non-binary people, trans people, fat people are also part of the human spectrum and I think every artist should have the possibility to draw them or sculpt them or study them um, because hell it's important to know how bodies work, how the possible spectrum of human bodies work if you are an artist and are interested in anatomy. Uh, oh, one little note. Um, it was hard for me to use the word fat, um, but I'm trying to get rid um, of this uh, feeling, um, this um, mental conditioning inside myself that tells me 
uh, that fat is a bad word or an insult because it's just an adjective. So yeah, this also has, has to do with beauty standards and art standards, um, aesthetic standards maybe, let's say. Um, so I think every art student should have the opportunity to draw as many different people on the, in the spectrum of humanity as possible. And yeah, let me tell you as soon as I can, I am expanding my musings on all these topics on my Patreon. You know, you can find me on patreon.com slash Miriam Navarro Prieto. And yeah, I don't know if you remember, but a few months ago I announced, I announced you can access all the content, all the content, old and new, making a donation of one euro a month or one fifty dollars a month, which is roughly the same. So yeah, consider supporting me there to helping me have the creative life I'd like to have. Okay, uh, if you go to the written version of the newsletter, you can see a couple of drawings from these five weeks I had in Queer Life Drawing. The first one is of the model Anna Sofia. And she gave us a very soft, lighted and relaxed session. I did um, 40, I think it was a 40 minute drawing of her lying face down on her bed. Again, only possible if the model is in their home. And she has her eyes closed and you can see part of the bedroom around her too because um, the angle was um, a bit elevated, the point of view. And then I also included in the written version a drawing of Bo, also of 40 minutes, no, 35 minutes, a little less. In that second drawing, the model was Bo, uh, who came in wrapped in a beautifully, a beautiful satiny red robe, and proceeded to unfold on all his gender euphoria. Uh, this drawing, oh, um, the Anna Sophia one, I did it with um, graphite pencils, and this one with color pencils, only red because I don't know the red robe inspired me <laughs> to make all the drawings red that day and yeah so there you can see Bo um, reclined on a red couch too <laughs> and and his robe is tight on his waist but it's slightly um, fallen down his shoulder so you can see his right? Yeah, <laughs> his right nipple and his mastectomy scar. 
He was also wearing deep red lipstick and black mascara and yeah, uh, this inspired me to to give permission on the written version and I'm doing it now again. Boys and men, if you haven't tried it yet, put on a satiny robe and some lipstick, at least when you're home alone, and just see how you feel. Maybe in your daily life you feel traditional masculinity doesn't, doesn't let you do this around people, but I'm giving you permission right here, right now. Just explore your masculinity in all its possibilities. Uh, have fun, why not? <laughs> Four things I've been enjoying. Pathetic and Poetic, it's a new podcast created by two of my friends, two of my friends from Neil Hilborn's Writing Circle. You can take a shot every time I or them mention Neil Circle. <laughs> we all um, are very fond of each other. We talk about each other all the time, so sorry, not sorry. And <laughs> according to their own synopsis, this is a weekly comedy poetry podcast that steps into the sometimes artistic, sometimes insane, but never boring minds of Natalie Schaefer and Cory Satter. Each week they decide on a new theme and write original poetry while discussing life as artists, what inspires them, and the terrifying and hilarious world of being in your 20s. Come laugh and write with them every Monday. Probably. So, they've only released three episodes. No, um, at this point they released four, but I've only listened to the first three. And I can only tell you, I can already tell you it's one of my favorite podcasts because these two are so charismatic and so great at absurd humor and on top of the poetry. Uh, which is always delicious, being from them or from other people. So, yeah, I recommend this podcast very much. Follow them on social media. They are on Instagram at PoeticPod, like podcast, but only pod. <laughs> and there you will be able to see um, this kind of hilariousness, like a small video Corey did of him and Natalie discussing uh, where knives should be kept in houses. <laughs> yeah, if you read slash listened to all this, thank you for being here and being interested in my stuff. Special, special thank you to my Patreons, Larry, Jorge, Rufi, Lucia, Chelsea, Katia, Ariadna, Katufo and Manuel, who are gorgeous and generous people. By the way, this is for my Patreons especially, but maybe for the people who are not yet, because, because you may like this. Now I'm also using Lens, which is Patreon's own Instagram stories, let's say. So basically are pictures and videos I share and can be watched for the next 24 hours. 
And in my case are mostly about my daily creative process and some are more about personal stuff. And you can watch them on my Patreon profile if you're watching from your browser or on the upper right corner or of my profile if you're using Patreon's app. There's a white circle with the number of available pictures inside. And yeah, I started using it because I love sharing my creative stuff, but I'm so sick of social media not showing my stuff even to my followers. I mean, um, it would be great for them to show my posts to potential um, viewers, you know, people who may like my stuff, but they haven't um, just stopped doing that. They even stopped showing my posts to my followers. It's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm so fed up of the algorithm. And yeah, sorry for ending in a bitter note. <laughs> but yeah, um, I hope you can join me there if you'd like to see me more consistently. And yeah, see you very soon. Hasta pronto.